I thank Pastor Day for giving me this time because I really did want to share this with everybody. Um, I also appreciate the music because those are the songs that have touched me so many times when I'm doing the artwork or doing any of the work. I also want to thank the church board and the trustees. They trusted me um, in all of the church visuals, whether it was the bulletin board or Bethlehem Revisited or the altar or even the windows. All of these were illustrations where I had the complete freedom, and that's good. They are my witness, and that's what it is. It all began uh, when... um, they, there used to be a beautiful blue rug here, and then there were blue windows all the way around, and then there was a wood trimming all the way around, and they took it away and away and away until they painted it all white. And, of course, with my love of color, I couldn't leave it that way. So I started making bulletin boards, and I started making uh, uh, banners, and so most of the banners, I had a lot of help with it, with different people who know who they are, Uh, but uh, I uh, uh, got them up. And then I decided maybe I could have some banners up here in these two windows. I'd take them down every six weeks or whatever, but I thought maybe I could do that. And so I made those first two windows, and they were very temporary. Uh, they were on plastic. They were on film, and there's some paint and plastic. These windows were not directed by anyone. I made them at no expense to any of the church body, the church political or financial, and that gave me a complete freedom to express my love and my witness. And I told these governing bodies that they could be removed at any time. And they still can be. They're temporary. When I was asked to give the message today, I asked my Bible study group, uh, what do you like to hear? And they said, to help lead a better life. Well, I can't tell them that. I'm not very good at that. But they spoke of a witness. And that I am. I have, These are my witness. The theme of the panels is worship, Sunday worship. That's what I wrote. But this morning when I was reading, I found out what the theme of my whole world, as far as this is concerned, is by Paul Cleo. The, uh, it says, Religion was created to share the mercy, <laughs> share the mystery and the worship, and to worship. So this is sharing the mystery and worshiping. So um, I will give you the scripture verse and some of the music that I wanted and that inspired each of the panels. And I will share my thoughts about the windows and the worship, but that doesn't mean that's your thoughts. Um... Each of you, as you vision, view them, will have a different vision. You'll have a different background. You have a different story. You have a different uh, mindset. Um, 
and that's the way it should be. I truly believe that all artwork is always in the eyes of the beholder. The artist can say what they want, but what you hear is what you bring to it. And the uh, first and most dominant symbol here is the yellow ribbon. To me, it represents the Holy Spirit and the Spirit Song. Uh, I want to share you my first experience with the Holy Spirit. I was 13. That was uh, 77 years ago. And my mother wanted me to be baptized and to join church. And I like my mother, and I like church, Jesus, and I thought, yes, I'll do that. And I went to the classes. The evening before Easter Sunday, the baptism of several of us was performed by Reverend Sandoz at the Methodist Episcopal Church in Gearing, Nebraska. And that was a time when the first time Jesus, God touched me with his spirit. That filling of his love, that uh, overwhelming rush of joy that is never expected when it comes to us. And it wasn't understood at that time. 77 years ago, the Bible, which we only had the King James translation, and the translation is Holy Ghost. You won't find Holy Spirit just barely in the Bible. Well, take that as in Luke 1, 31. And the angel said to Mary, The Holy Ghost will come upon you in the power most high. Or um, like Paul says in Acts 19, 2, Did you receive the Holy Ghost when you believed? And they said to him, We've not even heard whether there is a Holy Ghost. And this made no sense to me at that time, and uh, I was puzzled, but I was thrilled too. Well, the kids, we returned to our seats, and um, the other junior high students giggled and poked each other, like they do, and that irritated me. I said, how could they? How could they do that after what just happened? And then my mother said, spoke to me, and she said, I think it was because she was real, she wanted my name to be in God's world and God's things. I don't know that's what she meant. But when I came back, she said, I really like the way your name sounded together. It Glendine Elaine, it was real nice. After what I had gone through, it made no sense. I was puzzled. But I figured, well, I don't know what's going on, but that's okay. And then it's later, like 20 years later, <laughs> then I learned that God's Holy Spirit comes to us in his baptism. Maybe not in that way to you, but he comes to you and will be with you at your baptism. Uh, and I didn't forget, although it sort of was put aside for a while. Okay, so the golden ribbon is the Holy Spirit, and it's my symbol for this. God is and has been that major part in my life. Twisting and turning, moving, changing, even disappearing once in a while. Sometimes out of sight, but always a surprise. That bright light illuminating my way. And that's why you're saying blessed assurance.
It's his assurance to me always. He's there. Lighting, and as my, as, so it was my mother's song, and she, I still I have to, of course, remember her every time I hear it. Now, um, the Holy Spirit is sometimes represented by the dove, um, but to me, it was some, it's something more. When we come to the center, I wanted God to be illustrated there, and uh, <laughs> you, um, how do you draw a whirlwind or maybe a uh, burning bush? Uh, what do you do? Matthew 3.16 After being baptized, Jesus went up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove coming upon him. So let's have God descending as a dove upon this congregation. There's uh, some mountains, and and, uh, and there's also uh, a tree of life, or I will go up into the hills. We could talk about those, but I want to talk about the butterfly, which, of course, is a symbol for resurrection and the heart of our Christian faith. I didn't want Jesus suffering on the cross, but rather the new life that we have through his death as Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, 51, 52. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of the eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we shall be changed. Okay. So consider the cycle of the butterfly. First it's a worm, a lowly worm, and it eats itself through life and it weaves itself a casket. And then it dies or is changed. It dies to the worm life and has that new life as the butterfly, and which lays an egg and they become worms. So the butterfly is the symbol of that change, the symbol of resurrection. Okay, I had the two widows made. <clears throat> they were sitting in my living room. And uh, I couldn't put them up. What would people say? How can I do that to this congregation? I am not an artist. I have not have had no formal education. I've had no art education anyway, or a little of the rest. But uh, how could I do that? I can't do it. I can't put them up. And then my son showed up. And my son knows me pretty well. And he knows I've done some pretty silly and dumb things. And uh, so I could ask him to put them up. Because then I could take them back down. He wouldn't fight with me on that. So I put them, we, we came down here and everybody, nobody's around. And we put them up. And I came over here to turned around and see them for the first time, and my son is still on the altar over here. And I had that rush of feeling, God touched me again. And his statement was, they're right. There is a rightness about those windows. So I started crying. I sat down on the 
pew and cried and my son comes over and gives me a hug and it's a very neat time. But uh, I think all of that made me have enough nerve to try another window or two. So, the storm. It's, it's an it's a illustration of, an, of a sermon I heard. And the sermon is, um, my boat is so small and the sea is so big and violent. Only God can see us through it all. And his presence is there. Even if we don't see God's way out, we don't see his loving solutions or even benefits, but his spirit guides us. So there was a Bible verse that came into my mind when I was working on that. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, and and he brought them out of this distress. Can I have a little drink of water? Thank you. Uh, those uh, Psalm one hundred and seven twenty three to thirty two. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business in the great waters, they have seen the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. For He spoke and raised up a stormy wind, which lifted the waves of the sea. And the seamen, they rose up to the heavens and they went down to the depths and their soul melted away in their misery. And they reeled and staggered like drunken men and were at their wit's end. Then they cried to their Lord in their trouble and he brought them out of their distresses. He caused the storm to be still so that the waves of the sea were hushed and they were glad because they were quiet. Thank you. I hope I'll do better. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness, for his wonders to the sons of men. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him at the seat of the elders. So I came to my safe haven in Colville, and I extol him in this congregation. The lighthouse was next. Many times my life is good and been calm, and I know peace, thanks be to God. I know the rocks are there, but also the lighthouse, which is God's lamp. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 1905. <clears throat> or is it our lamp? Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And there is a hymn that goes with this. It's an old timey. It hasn't been in our uh, hymn book for a couple, three years. A couple, three hundred years or whatever. It is in the old, old blue book. We had a blue book and then we had a green book. Okay. Um, Brightly shines our Father's mercy from the lighthouse evermore. But to us he gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Let the lower lights be burning. Send a gleam across the wave. 
Some poor, fainting, struggling seamen you may rescue, you may save. So it's our mission panel, isn't it? Talking about hymns, of course you know what the hymn is for this one over here. In the garden. And I walk with him and I talk with him and I tell him I am his own. And the words and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Yet there is a Bible verse that is really important to me and was when I made it. And it's Genesis 2.9. God walked in the garden in the cool of the evening. So as all, with all art, it's up to you to decide. You know who the figure is. Maybe it's God. Maybe the next day it's the angel. Maybe it's you. And it could be in the Garden of Eden, or maybe in Solomon's Garden, or even in the Garden of Gethsemane. Or maybe it's your garden. There's roses and lilies, and they also have memories too, don't they? The next panel I want to talk about is the shepherd. And there are a couple sheep in there, although some people say they can't find them. God, it, God, Jesus is the good shepherd, and of course it's Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in still waters, he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. And I have been restored again and again by the beauty of God's natural world. A sunset, a moonrise, a tree, a shower, a flower, or a baby fawn. Now you have to look at the back panels. So you may want to turn around, stand up, and certainly if you're under the, under the eaves back there, you've got to come up front. Or you've got to come. And I'm going to wait for you to come. So please move. <laughs> please come, or go to the aisles, or just, just come up so you can get out from under. I'm going to wait for you. <laughs> yep. This is the only time I ask you to look at them. You know, after we did this first service, somebody said to me, I've never even looked at those, seen those panels. I didn't know they were there. So, if you can't see them, you better. Okay? All right. Um, <clears throat> the first, there are communion and, uh, and uh, baptism, and those are our two church sa uh, sacraments. Some churches have as many as seven, but we have two sacraments, the communion and baptism. God is present at both, in one and by the outstretched arms of Jesus, and the other one by the dove. Uh, for three or four years, I asked Joyce Elsner, that some of you know how wonderful artist she is, I wanted her to do some panels and uh Maybe it was five or six years. Uh, and no, 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 she wouldn't. And then I saw a little panel, but she only let me see it about one second. But two or three days before she left and left to live on the coast, um, she handed me the sketch that is the communion uh, panel. So I have to give her credit for that's my interpretation of her sketch. Uh, Jesus asked us to remember him. And with the eating of the bread and the drinking of the grape, and promised always to be with us. He is always present as the shadowy figure represents, 
like in 1 Corinthians 11, 23, 25. This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The baptism one? Well, God is also present at our baptism. The baptism by water and by fire. The water is symbolized by the shell, and the baptism by the Spirit as at Pentecost by the fire. Both to me are a celebration. To be celebrated with music and dancing, what joy. At Pentecost, the people were accused of being drunk, March through Matthew 3.16. And as saints of the church, we were all told we should rejoice. Psalm 33. Sing for joy in the Lord, O you righteous ones. Praise is becoming to the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with a lyre. Sing praises to him with the harp and the ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with the sound of joy, for the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves the righteous and justice, and the earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. Okay, so that is my panel. It's a panel to remind you when you're going out of this church, you're supposed to be dancing on joy because it is so great to be able to worship him. You can go back to your seats because I'm going to give you a prayer while well, most of you are okay. Thanks for the, I say to you, Lord, thanks for guidance. Thanks for the privilege of service. May your work and your love always be in this sanctuary. And may these panels be a blessing to all surrounded by your love. Thank you, Jesus, for the beautiful, colorful world and life you have shown to me. Amen.